And I think that that's actually this interesting thing of like, can you trust the person to know that they, when they're stewing inventing? Probably not. Most and of the time, this is a very thing. sophisticated way of existing. Uh, right. It's <laughs> not like, that like, we're like, oh, we are sophisticated. But I like, in terms of this type of stuff, we dabble in sophistication. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Hey, everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Mace. Welcome to episode 166, y'all. Is it working? Do you guys, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, are you living a more curious life? Have we helped? Yeah, actually, be curious. Are we more curious? Uh, I think we are. Okay. I like to think we are. Welcome everybody to this episode. We are going to be today talking about venting. What a topic. You clicked on it. So you knew what you were clicking on. You have no excuse. (laughs) You can't be surprised. You knew what you were getting into. We are going to talk about venting, which seems like a really fun, playful topic for us. Mm -hmm. And we really are coming at this curiously, like, if this is your first time, we always like to just say, welcome to our podcast. We're going to have a conversation. Here we go. Where this is a topic and we're curious. Pretend you've stumbled upon two pals at a party. And one of them said, what are your thoughts on venting? What and is venting? the conversation proceeds from there. Yeah. So here we are. What it actually it? emerged as a topic choice for us. Because I think I was venting. Because you were <laughs> venting hardcore. <laughs> And hardcore and it brought what is hardcore venting. I, I, I think not just regular everyday venting. Well, I core venting. I maybe yeah maybe I well more energy longer. I have thoughts already okay. on this, but I'm like, do we want to define venting or do we want to just go off on our thoughts? I think come back to define later because that's more boring. Great. <laughs> I think well. Well, I guess we all know it. It's like letting off steam, expressing your emotions. That's a loose definition. Exactly, getting yeah. getting your feelings out. Sometimes to yourself, because I have, I have an article that I'll read later. Okay. But sometimes it's like by yourself, and sometimes it's interpersonally, okay. and then sometimes it's like to a group. Bam, which is its own thing. Venting. But you were venting to me, and you were really like I just I even just said it. What did I say? Hardcore. Hardcore venting. Hardcore venting, which is fascinating. Because the new title of this episode. Hardcore venting. <laughs> I think what made it become something that emerged as a potential topic was as you were venting, I jumped in at one point and was like, what's the container on this venting? Right. And that stopped you in your tracks. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess everything. Hardcore. And... <laughs> 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 hardcore venting hardcore stopping in tracks (laughs) but it's true like it was this really interesting thing where i was as i was listening to you vent was curious in me and curious in you i'm like is this helping is this reaching a point where it's not helping and then i just like went off that instinct and was like when what is what is our what's the plan for this venting you know like how much is helping and i wanted to be supportive and sometimes i think you know i don't know if this is it takes two to know one kind of energy but it's like hey i am here for this and also want to check in on like at what point is this helpful and what point is this like making things worse and i don't actually know the answer to this like and i have an article that we'll read later that i think will be interesting to unpack but I think I personally have a lower capacity to listen to venting. Oh, I think that's what I've been thinking about this week. Of so like, you needed the container. I think there's a chance I might have needed and it. You, you're and then, pretending you're worried that I needed a container. Well, I think that's like I think it might be a both. Yeah. I think both can exist because I think eventually I re- like you went through this thing of like okay, um, I guess we can end the conversation. I was like, okay, that's not what I wanted, but. You were like, no, I still need to go. Like, and you were like, no, I know it's good for me. I still need to let a few more things off. And I see it rounding a corner. And I was like, okay, great. Right. As long as it's going to round a corner. But I think. You better round that corner pretty soon. because. <laughs> right. Well, I think I'm like, I, I, I'm aware. I'm like, this is really interesting. I, whether it's a thing in me that's positive, negative, neutral, I'm not sure. 
but there was like a, a, a radar of sorts that went off in my the back of my brain that went, wee, wee, this is reaching a point that I maybe I don't have the capacity for, or maybe I don't know if it's helpful. Like, mm. and I actually don't know, mm. but I, that, that happened. And so then, it, then you were able to get back into the venting. Venting. And then, I feel like we, this little scenario took us three quarters. We leapfrogged all the way to like three quarters into the episode. This is like really into it now. Really, really too, too far. Do I need to go no, back? No, <laughs> I think, I think let's follow it. Yeah. Because it's not we're not we're not talking about venting anymore in the traditional sense. Now we're sort of unpacking something around the boundaries of venting and mm-hmm. also this moment for you in particular. Because I I think I encounter these types of things differently. So everybody, just recap. Like we're talking about. I went on a walk and I was having something stressful happening. So I was like wanting to process, and I really was wanting to vent. And if you guys talk about like you guys us. And uh, us, the, us, no small thing, Mason, Scott, and our listeners, us, all of us who are mm-hmm. listening now, mm-hmm. <laughs> this conversation we create, um, we talk about defense mechanisms mm-hmm. and we talk about how they're not bad. They're just something to be aware of. Right. And sometimes they can be not helpful. Right. So just nice to be aware of. But all day we're doing defense mechanisms. So there's these ideas of like sublimation mm-hmm. is a way you can deal mm-hmm. with anger mm-hmm. where you're you know, making something positive out of it where it's like painting or hitting a punching bag. You right. Know, it's like right. getting that out. And then, um, d- a displacement, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes mm-hmm. if you're not paying attention, displacement is you can't be angry at the person you're angry at and you're yelling at another person and you don't even know why. But the reason is, is that you're displacing that anger on the person that it should be given to and you're putting it on your spouse or your friend or yeah. blah, blah, blah. Someone that like, honestly, you have probably more security with. Yeah, so I guess just to set the stage again, maybe several stage sets, <laughs> is like if you're doing it intentionally, it seems I do think I do think we're playing with fire when we're venting. I'll see. I'll mm-hmm. get that right out. Yep. I, know, I do yep. think sometimes it's not helpful, and I think sometimes it makes matters worse. I agree. And I think sometimes it makes the anger or the sadness or the grief or the big emotion even more powerful mm-hmm. than it was before mm-hmm. you started venting, mm-hmm. or you're like dwelling on negative now. That's not, that's up to each person in each scenario to try to grapple with because right. I do think some, sometimes many times, 50%, if not more of the time, it is helpful. I, it's, it, it feels like you're walking a fine line <laughs> yeah. with venting. Like it's not cut and dry if it's right. going to be helpful. And I do think it really matters the person you're venting with, Yep. like how they're going to hold it. And Great point. if they're able to hold, like I, I think personally for me, what this brings up, it's like, if I'm going to be venting, I hope that the person that I'm venting to can allow, can be really trying to attune to how much, like, I want to give this person space and I don't want, and maybe I'll watch this person because it's like it gets into this place where it's like you're venting, you're venting, you're venting. And it's like, I picture like a snowball yeah, that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, I, I picture reverse snowball. Oh, <laughs> up the hill, it's big, <laughs> small, <laughs> little dust. But I think sometimes it might become a bigger thing. Totally, you know. And but I think you're right that sometimes it doesn't. It's like, how do you that. know? What are your thoughts about that? Well, let's just clean up this little scenario here, so everybody knows what we're talking about, yeah. or not clean it up, but like paint the picture. So, so I I really feel like I did call with the intention of venting, yes. which I don't think is very common for me. I mean, no. we, we process a lot, which might be a whole other episode. Yeah, that would be What a is the one. difference between processing and venting? Mm-hmm. I think processing is a lot more intentional of like the two to see one mentality. We're like, here's a topic. I need your feedback. I want to look yeah. at it from different angles. Yeah. Yeah. Processing is a little, I would imagine, I feel like there's a little bit of a slower pace to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the way I would initially notice the difference. Okay. Keep going. So I did think I called knowing that I was frustrated at some people and some situations and wanted to vent. Mm -hmm. And I really did want to, in the purest sense of that word, like blow off steam, unleash some stuff. And I wanted to walk it out. I was Mm -hmm. on a walk Mm -hmm. and I wanted to let myself feel the anger. I wanted somebody to see it and bear witness to it. Mm -hmm. And I, I knew exactly where I was when you broached this idea of like a container and I was like oh I'm 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 just cresting I'm just getting to that part where like 
I'm, I'm, I'm letting myself build up to some anger and I'm not quite there yet, but it's been very nice to, to do this. And then I, I sensed literally based on where I knew I would be on my walk as I turned a corner, I'd be turning the corner to like, I got out the anger and now it's the come down and I'm right. like, okay, I'm like, wow, that was interesting. I got angry and it wasn't a nice, but I wasn't there yet. And so you're oh, like, I Oh, a container. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think what, what I say three quarters into the episode is I feel like now you've really just in a great way flung us into the depths of venting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, now we're talking about what are the limits? How, how do you, how do you feel when you're listening to someone vent? Mm-hmm. Is it a snowball? Mm-hmm. Is it a reverse snowball? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what were you feeling in that moment? And you, you seem to be saying you were getting a little overwhelmed. I, I, I actually, I don't know if I was getting overwhelmed. Maybe I was a little bit. I, I think it's even helpful hearing you reflect back of like, I don't think I even, I think this is, here's a thought. Okay. You and I do process. We generally actually choose processing over venting, I ah. think. So I think there's this piece of me that's like actually needed. And I don't know if this was said, but like might actually need the like literal words of like, I'm on a walk. I'm venting. I'm venting. I need to let the vent. I need to like let it out. And then it's like, oh, cool. Right. I've got that. But I think for me, especially right now that I'm like in training to be a therapist. And I was just talking to Maddie about how I'm like, I feel like I'm like, I have a lack of places. Jeez, oh, I got uh. really frantic there where I can actually practice the things I'm reading about. So it's like my friends are accidentally getting me thinking through like new ways of listening. And I think I have so many thoughts going through my brain as I'm listening to you vent that part of me is actually not able to be fully present to a venting because I'm like trying to help process. Oh, right. Oh, right, 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 right. So and I was thinking, I guess in my mind, I was thinking about that, like turning the corner. It and would then be like, we can process right, right. The, what was yeah. what was let <laughs> out. But I think I was trying to turn the corner too quick. Yeah. And didn't, I think, honestly, I'm like, I, I think you and I are always wanting to find ways to like set ourselves up for more success and mm-hmm. how we do conversations. And I'm like, I think actually it would have been more successful. I mean, it was actually a very successful conversation, yeah. but like, what if we began with, Hey, I'm venting and I need to vent for a while. And then it's like, now I know, now I I know my role. Yeah. And I think I was calling with the intention of venting, but I don't think I realized until I really got into it, how much I, I think I realized as I was talking, how much I wanted to feel anger. I really wanted to, and I could tell that I had been containing it for a lot right? for a while. And I was like, Oh man, it would feel really good to just, do this and and then that's where it feels like venting but i wonder this is a true true totally out loud thought i wonder if what we're saying about venting when it can get problematic or not helpful like a a true snowball Mm -hmm. it's gaining power Mm -hmm. what if that's not venting right no that's something completely different potentially (laughs) yeah yeah because it's the the idea of venting is you let the air out and then it's escaped and it's gone yeah kind of thing but like i wonder about maybe like venting is like Oh, actually, maybe like thinking of the metaphor of literally like a vent and what it does. But like, what if it's actually like a a, a, a system that like recirculates the air? Yeah. What is and it that? Like brings it back we in. The, more, you know? the metaphors. Yeah. I don't I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if there is anything like that, like toxic air or something. <laughs> but I like I, stewing is an interesting one. No, that's and, a good word for cause, it. Because I think stewing typically has negative connotations you're just stewing right you know and you're letting something simmer and boil and blend together and just it's just sitting there not going anywhere and you're stewing i mean there's probably even a better word but yeah i think somebody goes i'm just venting and it's like no you're not like maybe maybe something that we could say about like toxic venting quote unquote Mm -hmm. is is when it's the same topic every single time for weeks on end without any release right 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 i feel like that's this piece of like Honestly, me getting premature of like, what's the, what's the container for this? I mean, first off, we'll just have to name anger is the toughest emotion for me to hold. Oh. So like you even oh, said oh. it. All these years, I'm still learning new things about you. I feel like that's, I feel like you've known that. I get anxious with anger. I don't think you've said it that way before. If I would, I would have said, yes, Mace has a hard time with anger. I've never heard you say it 
it is the toughest emotion for me to hold. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. That makes sense. And so I think that's interesting. Like, A, I'm like really wanting to cultivate more more of a capacity to hold anger. Yeah. Like that's that's actually to me like a top thing for me to work on. And so you as you're talking about venting, you're like, I wanted to get really angry. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I want you to be able to get really angry. And I have all kinds of transference reactions to anger that are arising. Or just for clarity's sake, I am already angry and I want to express my anger. Yes. Yes. It's not like I'm getting angry. You're not like getting angry. I am angry. No, you are angry. (laughs) Right. Which actually might be the difference between stewing and venting. I don't want it. That's a good point too. I don't want to get angry. You want sitting around comfortably. The anger (laughs) that's already there, which is like the venting thing. It's like a a walk and get angry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think, no, I think that's actually like exactly the difference there. It's like, I already have this feeling and I would like a place to release it. Yeah. Or, or express it or have somebody see it. Yes. That's another thing. Yes. Too. Um, and it's like, I think this is really interesting because I actually think in general, I did a great job listening to you vent. <laughs> <laughs> not to pat myself on the back. This is not the direction I thought the conversation would go, but I like this. But I, I, but I, but I had a limit yeah. and then it was like, okay. And then once we reestablished that that's what was happening and that you were good to keep doing this and that it was good. I was like, great. I'm still now I'm able to enter back in. Well, this is just so juicy because this is what I think back to defense mechanisms. This is projection. And maybe this was a clearer projection than typical. Uh But if you guys, again, projection would be an emotion that you're feeling inside of yourself that feels somewhat intolerable Mm -hmm. and project it out. You, you, and you don't, you say it's not coming from me. That person's, that person's sad. That person's angry. That person's anxious. Right. So for you to stop it and go, I think you might need a container. It's like, that's what you said. I'm oh, like, I think I might need a container. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, exactly. And then like in retrospect, it's like, Oh, that's interesting. I'd love to one day not have to write it. That's why I slowed down. Cause I'm like, I don't know what I'm dealing with here. I know I don't. So what were you noticing in me? Was I, I was fine. I wasn't, I wasn't being like, I'm getting out of control. Help. I need a container. Right. Right. But then I'm like, but I hear that. And I think that actually was a lot of projection and yeah. I don't know if there is an and I think Uh, I'm just like, just too much anger. (laughs) Was I getting too angry? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no i think i was noticing the same things being said over and over again yeah yeah so that's where i wonder that's where i'm like is stewing happening now that we have this word like the person's just repeating the same thing i think for me the way i was experiencing it was as i was saying it over and over again it was new revelations were coming in terms of my my opinion or perception of the thing that was being said again yeah yeah you know saying it again and i was like now i'm realizing just I'm even more angry than I thought I was about that. Yeah. And and now there's even a new offense and yeah. here's how it plays into my life. And, and then I just remembered how, Oh, let me say it again. Remember this, this, and you're like, yeah, no, I've heard that already. I'm like, yeah, but for me, right. it's, it's, it's becoming even sharper as I say. It. Yes. Yes. No, which <laughs> makes total sense. I mean, honestly, I'm like, I feel like in the past, like three days, I've had an entire <laughs> like paradigm shift of how to listen based on listening to beyond mm. and this idea of like listening without memory or desire, like not bringing your own beyond memory. everybody is uh, a, a, a classic psychoanalytic, psychoanalytic theorist yeah. person, not like a friend of yours. Um, no. And he, he writes about this idea of like listening without memory or desire and like, okay, try to unpack that a little bit. That's really good. I would love to try and unpack yeah. it. I mean, we will be trying to unpack it because I am literally trying to understand it. But uh, from my understanding, it's the sense of like true listening happens when you're able to put aside like your preconceived ideas of even like what happened in the past. Cause memories first off, like aren't very truthful. They don't hold much truth right. and then set aside your desire. So like what you're hoping for this person, what you're hoping for them to say, what you're hoping for them to get, what you're hoping oh, for them. It's so good. We get one life. I want to, I want to master these. Things. I know I do too. I also do <laughs> listening without memory and without desire. Slow down everybody. Let's all slow down and just sit with that. Pause, pause the episode. If you're in a car and just sit with it, don't let it pass you by listening without memory or without desire. And if you're going to argue about it, you know, 
then stop. <laughs> try to soak that in. Literally try to listen to this without yeah. memory or desire. Right. <laughs> I, I love it. I love I, it. I know exactly. Well, I don't know exactly what you're saying, but I have a pretty good understanding of what you're saying. Should I explain my metaphor that I came up in my morning pages? Because I think that that actually, for Please. me, has helped the me to grasp with it. the prompt for this episode, <laughs> and we can go off in any direction we want. So, so I've been listening and like reading some beyond, and it's it's like this notion. I think to me is so powerful because it's this idea of like when someone's coming in and trying to explain something to you. First off, there's also this notion with beyond that he's saying of like there's always more it like we're always going to be in the in the deficit of unknowing like there's less that we know than there's unknown so let's not focus on the what we know let's focus on what we don't know like that's where we should place our focus ooh 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 ooh, ooh. so it's like it when you release this memory and desire it's also this idea of this release of like I'm trying to get to know it's like rather, and you post that quote about this rather I am participating in like putting my focus on what is yet to be known, like what there is more to be discovered. Yeah. So if I can let go of these pieces where I'm trying to like bring in my desire for what I think I know, bring in like trying to make sense of things and interpret things and rather actually can show up and have the focus be on like, what's left to be discovered, it opens you up for all kinds of new things to be explored. (sighs) And in my morning pages, I wrote this metaphor that I found to be really helpful for me of like processing this because I like had a conversation with someone where I was like, okay, I'm going to try without memory or desire. And (laughs) who's that character? (laughs) Who's that character that talks like that? I don't know. It sounds like somebody that's a little nervous, but also trying hard. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I'm gonna really try and do this. And I found it to be really like interesting. Mm. Like I tried to not get my ideas of what I wanted the conversation to go and what I what I was hoping for this person to say and kind of trying to let go of even like what this person I, I just really tried to let go and yeah. be as present as I could. I think it's also just like an, an act of presence and it was really interesting because I gave more and more space to the person and found myself first off less frantic. Right. Like it was really nice good to for listen to someone and not feel like I needed to get in their way or like I needed to, to explain how it lined up with my thinking. Like it really gave me a lot of room to be like, I'm actually just focusing on like what, is more to be discovered here. I actually don't know when I ask you a question, I could have all these ideas of what I think you're going to say and all these hopes of what I think you're going to say, but I actually really don't know. Right. And so what if I set aside those things and really am paying attention to what you say? And I, I wrote about this metaphor of like, it's like all of a sudden it's like, I got to see someone paint their full picture. So it's like, Oh, right. We are so often when people are explaining things to us, they're trying to paint a picture. They're trying to like, they have, and I'm, I'm using the metaphor of like paints literally on a canvas. Like I'm going to paint this ocean landscape and I want to paint it the way I want to. And, and I'm I'm, pull out, I want you to watch me paint. And I want you to watch me paint and I'm going to pull out my paints and I'm going to paint an ocean and I'm going to paint these clouds and this person's starting to paint. And all of a sudden I know I do this. I get in and I'm like, Oh, but you know, like, you know, like it's, a, are you trying to make a sunset? Like maybe you could make some orange there. And like, almost I imagine myself reaching out and like grabbing someone's hand and like dipping it in a different color and kind of moving their hand around. Mm. Like, oh, it could be this way. And like needing, having this sense of like, oh, I want to get my hands on the canvas. I want to, I want to contribute. Or to just going, painting. that's not what a sunset looks like. Right. It could be either way. Yeah. And you know, at the end of the day, you, if you do that, it's like, okay, I guess you've painted a joint painting and that's cool, I guess. But now you've lost that person maybe had an original idea of what they really wanted to paint for you and something that they could have really shown you. That's like, hey, here's my painting. Here's how I see an ocean. Here's what I want to show you about yeah. what an ocean scene looks like to me. And here's this painting. But we so often just get up in it. And I feel like going, I'll bring it back to venting. Okay. Bring it back to snowballs too at some point. Okay, I'll I'll do (laughs) my best. I feel like there is this interesting thing of, you know, even you naming like there's projection for Mm -hmm. me when I said that thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think it would have been helpful if I had come into that conversation 
without memory or desire. Right. Like, right. Now I have so much more of a capacity to hear you vent. Yeah. Because I'm like, I've let go of memory and desire. Yeah. And I'm open to what's unknown and what's unfolding. And I'm going to get a little less frantic when you start to get really angry and I'm feeling a little uncontained. Hmm. It's like, oh, maybe I can let go of that, you know? <laughs> and like, I think it's, it requires a certain kind of listening to listen to someone vent. Yeah. Like a venting is a particular kind of listening that's required. And I mean, I think it's different than like, you know, like this without memory or desire is definitely like looking at it psychoanalytically. Yeah. But it's also like, let's allow free association venting. Yeah. And what happens if I didn't get, what would have happened if I didn't put my, cause I like, I, you were painting a picture yeah. and I put my brush right in. Right. Right. I like, I put, <laughs> I put a line, you yeah. know, I put a line, like a bright orange line is how I feel like I did that. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well now we have to figure out how to incorporate that line right, right. in this painting you're trying to paint. And we had to slow down and figure it out. Yeah. It's like, what if, what if I, I, I don't know. It's just like, I'm wondering around that. And like, what does it mean to be a listener to venting? What kinds of ears do we need for venting? I love this. I, I love this image of painting a picture because there seems to be something about completion in it. Uh, like I, I let me, let me paint the whole thing yeah. and then let me finish. And I will tell you when I'm finished. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Which is why I liked our conversation. Cause I think I did that for myself. I said, I started to come back to it and I said, oh, I've already completed it. I've, I've, I've set the container. Mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. let me vent and I said, I'm done. And now I don't, I don't want to vent anymore. Like right. I don't, because I think at that point I sense for myself, it would be stewing. Yes. So, I mean, at one point I was like, oh, and then remind me, I said, wait, no, no, I'm done with that. You know, you did. You actually said, I was yeah. like, actually that I'm done with that part, yeah. you know? And I was like, cool. And I think that that's actually this interesting thing of like, can you trust the person to know that they, when they're stewing and venting? Probably not. Most and of the time, this is a very thing. sophisticated way of existing. Uh, right. It's <laughs> not like, that like, we're like, oh, we are sophisticated, but I think in terms of this type of stuff, we dabble in sophistication. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but I do think that's an interesting thing Speaking where for myself. I, I had a hard time and I'm actually still having a hard time placing wherein I got worried it was stewing and when it was actually venting and like what's really happening. Like, like we said this, it's like you're playing with fire. It's walking a fine line. I yeah. feel like in these real time moments, it's really hard to say. It's not like a science. It's not black and white. It's really like an art form to figure out. Well, yeah. So what I would say about the painting metaphor is how often do you get done painting and you think it's perfect? You know, it's like, I would like to think, right. So I I like (laughs) to think, okay, you're letting this person paint their painting. And in the midst you're thinking, that's not a great sunset. That's right, not great mountains. But right. like, let the person do it, and then they can say it's they not. They can exactly. say like what there, what pieces is not right. there. Like yeah, I did this totally. painting exactly how I wanted to. I followed everything that I was feeling in terms of how I wanted to do it. And now that I'm done, I'm looking at it and I'm saying those mountains are pretty good. But I would have done it differently. But also, I wouldn't have wanted your help on those mountains. I just that's how they turned out. Right, right. So I, I can go back and be like, oh, I was venting. I was saying, I was like, that's I didn't express myself perfectly. But I, I did. I didn't want your help, right, in helping me get through it. Which is interesting because you know sometimes you might actually be painting and say, "Hey, how would you do mountains?" Right, right. You know, and like then that's a whole different Process. thing because you've <laughs> been right. You've been brought into the situation. The person has actually said, "You know, I'm going to hand you a brush. Mm-hmm. How would you do mountains?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if they don't hand you that brush, don't fucking get your hands in on that. <laughs> right. You know? And like, I'm saying this to myself. Well, you're missing out too. You're really missing out. Cause you said when you were listening to this person the other day, you know, you really, you had less anxiety as you were listening. Mm-hmm. You just got to be like, I mean, the joy of curiosity, it's free. Right. Curiosity is free. You can just turn, you can just turn on the curiosity button on your brain and be like, let me listen to this person without judgment or without excuse mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. with no memory or without desire. And, and it's like, I think for me, it also is someone who has a um, porous membrane, which is actually interesting. I'm looking at this painting I made and I'm like, oh, is that what's happening with me? But uh, a porous membrane. Uh, someone who has a porous membrane, it's individuating is, is something I'm continuing to like, it'll be something I always grapple with. And it's like, oh, this person can make a painting and it exists and you actually exist with them in it, but you don't have to make sure like your identity isn't tied up in the end result of their painting. Right. Just because you were there to witness them making it. 
Yeah. Like there's, <laughs> that, that is a unique mace thought. And, but I do think that's a lot of people too. Yeah. Like your identity isn't tied up. Of course it isn't. But. Right. No, of course it isn't. But it, that happens to yeah. me, especially if it's someone I'm close with yeah. or someone that's like literally related to me. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's, it's a process hmm. for me to allow them to, to do their own thing. And like, honestly, like, what if their painting is offensive to people? Yeah. I mean, that's something that I have to then grapple with of like, well, people make offensive art. <laughs> 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 yeah. Or, or art you don't like. Or art I don't like. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like, it's both. And it's like, well, do you actually believe that that art should exist? I think I do. <laughs> But like if it's in my proximity, all of a sudden it's like a little anxiety inducing. Yeah. If someone's going to create something that I don't think is the best it could be. Yeah. But I'm like, but it's not my painting. Yeah. It's not my painting. I'm just laughing because this does represent like a it's 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 articulating well somewhat of a mysterious quirk of yours. And I'm, I'm saying that in a beautiful way. Like, no, I mean, it is. We know yeah. it is. And, and I think, <laughs> yeah. But I think a lot of humans have this course. Oh, for sure. And uh, everybody, let's just full full disclosure. I'm in full Kanye mode right now because mm-hmm. of these freaking live streams. So like last night, Mason and I watched uh, the third Donda live, live stream. listening it is, party. It is August 27th, the day after. The Did third Kim Donda and Kanye lesson. just get married at the end? We they just know. might have. <laughs> uh, Was Marilyn Manson there? <laughs> really strangely, yes. Oh my gosh. We, we could just deep dive that whole concert. But I mean, talk about listening. Side note, let me not get too far track from my point. But like, that's listening because because I think Kanye's challenged our listening because because I think last night in terms of ooh in terms of memory and desire, mm-hmm. both of us were like, this isn't the same order. <gasps> he as last took out Jay Z. He yeah. took out Kid Cudi. And we have desire and memory. We're like, this isn't oh, the same as the last listening party. That's true. This is a different song. Why did he do that? I liked the other one better. Blah blah blah. We're not. Yeah, and it's like, what if you let go of what you know? Right. And it's like all going to be, what if your focus is on what you don't know? He's trying to tell us something. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. I guess this is a new experience. But um, so yeah, I've been deep diving old Kanye interviews too, as part of this zone that I'm in. And it was like, he was saying all this stuff of like, he, he continues to go into like, in terms of his creations, he mm-hmm. says he likes to get into the uh, three-year-old state. Yeah. Like just no memory. He literally said that no memory, no desire of like, how do I want this song to sound or the shoe to look or comparing it to other things. But then he said, that's good for me thinking artistically. Yeah. And then he said, just expressing himself. He's like, I'm just sharing my thoughts. Yeah. And he said he had this friend of his and he's saying this on a radio program. He said this friend of his stopped him and said, you know, Kanye, I don't always agree with you. And Kanye was like, okay, so first of all, there's something uh, you think I assume you usually agree with me. Right, right. I I would assume you don't always agree with me. Why is this needing to be said? And then Kanye was also like, I also don't care. Like, I don't care that you don't agree with me. Like, why would I care? Like, what, I mean, and Kanye is sort of incredulous. He's like, why does this even need to be said? I'm not, I'm not out here expressing myself so that somebody will go, oh, Good I job. agree. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I really like that. I mean, I do think we should be sensitive. And I don't know if Kanye is the best example of how to be out in the world expressing yourself. No. You could choose to go down that route if you want. But right. I do think it is interesting to think, you know, there is this idea of like, I know, now I don't even really know what we're talking about, venting. But <laughs> <laughs> free association too, or, you know, expressing yourself. You know, yeah. there's this idea of like, um, I think if if all these topics, venting and the things we're talking about, what was the last topic that we had? Scapegoating. Scapegoating, yeah. Um, are sort of in the realm of therapy, psycho and psychoanalysis. It's like this idea of free association. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what you want to do, and I think this is what some people don't understand, including myself. I'm on a journey. Right. I'm not saying something that I want to necessarily agree with or that I want like on the record Mm -hmm. and then somebody can make a headline out of it and says, Scott thinks this and stands by it and no, and believes and asserts that this is the right opinion sign on the dotted line. It's like, I do think this, I don't know why I think it, I'm sharing it with you. I'm curious about it. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. And like, maybe it doesn't even make sense to me or maybe I'm going to change my mind about this 
but this is where I'm at right now. Right. And like, is there room for that? And for somebody to come in and say, well, I don't agree with you. I'm like, well, I don't even agree. I don't even know what I'm saying. Right. Right. I just, I just said this opinion. Right. Which is this interesting thing of like back to containers. I, I it's like, we have a lack of containers for that mm-hmm, in our society. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's the, the, the premise is generally that that's not cool. <laughs> what a way to say it. That's, that's not cool. That ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> but it's like, well, what if there's more space for that? And like, I think there's, there's a piece of me that actually like, I'm really challenged by this as someone who I think sometimes has a low tolerance for like things that go against my, like I have a high super ego, I guess is actually a mm. way to say it. Mm. So it's like, I have a high super ego, so I have a low tolerance for things that challenge that because it's rigid for me and it's like it needs some more flexibility. And so there's like it's really good for me to practice that. Hmm. And it's also really like makes me uncomfortable. It's like an uncomfortable space that I'm like, okay, got to lean into that, though. Yeah, let me let me. This is where my brain is going. But like, let me. Oh, you know what? First of all, we don't do this very often, but we do need to do breaks so we can do a call to action. And I do. We haven't done breaks for a while. So it's true. I feel like we should break it up. We're going to come back, everybody, and do basically like 25 more minutes of this discussion just for the sake of a container so you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. I feel like we need to do an episode on free association soon. Yes. And then it's be so meta because we'll do free association. <laughs> All right, everybody. When we come back, we'll wrap up our conversation on venting. Mace actually does have an article we'll take a glance at. And yeah. maybe even do you want to read some listener comments? Or yeah, we've got a few. Okay. I screenshotted them. Um, when we come back, we'll continue this crazy, weird snowball conversation on venting. Hey, everybody. Scott here uh, with some suggestions on how you can support the podcast. The first is to go to iTunes and write us a rating and review. If you're listening to this conversation and you like it and you haven't read written a rating and review yet we would love it if you just hop on over to itunes and write a rating and review it's very helpful to us not only because it bumps us up in the algorithms but we do love reading these reviews it's fun and it helps point people to the pod you can also post about us on your social media again these things take probably less than a minute especially the social media thing if you could just post about this episode or just about us in general in your stories or your Twitter or your Snapchat or whatever it is that you do on social media, that would be really, really, really appreciated. You could also support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon, you get access to our Discord. You can go to our website, lesscertainmorecurious.com, and you can purchase merch. But um, you guys, we're in this podcast thing for the long haul. We'll be around for a long time. Hopefully that's encouraging. It's not a threat. <laughs> but uh, we, we would really, really, really appreciate your support. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're here no matter what. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that's our call to action for the week, everybody. We're going to get back to this conversation about venting. Thank you so much for listening. Um, here we go. Back to our conversation on venting. All right, we're back, everybody. Uh, I, I think I was building up to saying something before the break. Uh, when you cut yourself off, I was talking about like, like psychoanalysis and stuff. Or was it like free association? Uh, I said free association. You were about to say something, and then all of a sudden you were like, and we're taking a break, and we got to do a call to action. And I was like, all right, it's happening, and I really mysterious? have to go to the bathroom, so it worked out well for me. <laughs> I think I was I think I was just talking about um, this idea of like psychoanalysis. And oh, I wasn't I talking about like, being curious about your own thoughts and not necessarily agreeing with yourself. And you were at one point and you were saying you have a, you have a hard time with that of like, it should be agreed with or right. I mean, which is also this interesting thing that as you're saying that it makes me think like I fucking police my own thoughts right. so much. Right. Like it's this thing of like, I might please other people's thoughts, but like, I am policing my thoughts hardcore. Like yeah. at one point my therapist was like, it's as if there's rules. And I'm like, <laughs> it's as if there's rules. <laughs> like I said something and he's like, it's as if there's rules for that. And it was just like, oh my gosh. Like, right, right. That's tough, you know? <laughs> right. We can't even listen to ourselves, yeah. right? We can't even listen to ourselves. Right. So what does it say just about our own internal Without worlds? memory and desire for our yeah. own self? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> hey. yeah without memory and desire seems like such a profound 
I know. Uh, I'm shook by something. it. I need a tattoo of it. Yeah. I mean, because I guess, uh, you know, we're, we'll get into this article, but like just in terms of venting or like listening, I guess this is about listening to. <laughs> no, it, it kind of more <laughs> but, is about that. But like, you know, I think how many times in my life in terms of this memory thing, it's like it, it, it just is an unnecessary thing. It's like it's like something that you've learned. It's like a bad habit. And you don't even you don't even ask the question. Like I'm I'm trying to think of an analogy, but if like right now you were talking to me and you said, "I've been thinking lately, and I think red might be my favorite color," and now what I could do is like, "Oh my gosh, okay." So now say that, and what if in the past it hasn't been? Okay, Mm -hmm. so I'm listening to you. So Mm -hmm. no, no, this will give me three minutes for this one, and then we're gonna move right on to this article. Beautiful. Okay, so just uh, the anatomy of a moment. Mm -hmm. A moment has happened. So Mm -hmm. in my mind, so we're sitting here, everybody. Let's let's just reorient ourselves around this analogy. I'm sitting here. May says, I think I think red is my favorite color. In the past, it's been my understanding that red is not your favorite color. So I'm sitting here, and so now, like, sort of a mini little explosion has gone off in my brain. (laughs) What? That's not. And what I could do is listen. So there's so many things to listen to. My own self. Mm-hmm. There's an emotion there. Mm-hmm. Well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Mace is also trying to convey something to me. Mm-hmm. Say more. Mm-hmm. Why is red your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Why are you wanting to tell me that right now? Yes. What emotions are around that? Yes. Where is it going to lead you into the future? What is all just sorts of things. But I would say probably, and this is for me personally, my typical response would be, wait, I thought red wasn't your favorite color. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, it is now. And it's like, well, but last week you said it wasn't. I don't understand. I mean, how could it change that quickly? Because last I week you said. I can see you doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. And what a waste of time. Just right, right. No, it is. Tell me what you're wanting to tell me. You, you, you obviously want to communicate something to me. It's currently green and blue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And see my, my, my response would be, I thought it was pink and blue, you know? Right. Right. But no, lately I've been like, it's green. Green's emerging as a new favorite yeah. color yeah. or it's a current, it's a current favorite color. Yeah. But even as you were saying that, I'm like, ah, oh, Scott picked red. Scott picked, should have picked green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm also like, I do like red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like no, without memory, totally. it's like this whole thing of like, Right. Without memory and desire, it's like, oh, we can allow the present to be the fucking present. Yeah. Sorry, I'm cursing a lot on this episode. (laughs) You're passionate about this one. I'm passionate about venting. (laughs) We've really (laughs) taken a turn. Um, Okay. That was your, do you have more? The container. Beautiful. (laughs) Stopped my container. Okay. So I did some research, AKA Googled (laughs) venting, Mm. got a few things. And then one of the pop-up searches was, is venting good for you? Yes. So I just clicked. Yes, let me see. Let me see. And then I found a few articles, and uh, most of the articles seem to indicate it's not that great. Okay, a twist. So I want to name that. Now I have to use my new tools without memory and without desire. Yes, and so I looked at a few different articles, Yeah. and I picked one to read, but I found one on Psychology Today that I'll say premise this that was like, it's medium. It's medium. And it's more than anything. It actually matters. I think is what we're saying. Stewing or venting. Stewing. And it's a, it's a fine line. Uh, okay. It's, 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 it's potential for dangerous, yep. which I actually was like, I kind of, I've sensed this. Like there's a piece of me that's like, is venting even really good? Mm-hmm. So I'm reading an article from futuremindslab.com, whatever that is. And it is titled, is venting good for us? And they break it down into three categories that are, well, they bring it up to, they do individual venting and then interpersonal venting. And then they have a section on healthier venting substitutes. All right, here we go. So uh, are we were just reading the article. I kind of think no, so. We just well. pause. And so I'm going to read, there's an intro paragraph and then I'll read the next okay. part, but we'll pause if we want to. An abstract. <laughs> here we are. Is venting good for us? There is no denying the immense role that venting to release anger plays in our lives. Hmm. With many of us actively engaging in venting, while others adopt different strategies to deal with their daily frustrations. Regardless, there's an assumption that venting is a good and healthy thing to do. That it's supposed to release all the pent-up fury that has accumulated over time and refresh your system. Mm -hmm. Allowing you to continue living your life unburdened by any random angry tendencies that may come across your mind. But is venting actually useful in guiding our emotional responses Mm. or is it just another myth about the mind? Wow. 
While the science has not yet reached a consensus, the evidence suggests that venting may not be as helpful as many of us believe it to be. Ooh. There is much research that supports the claim that venting is not a healthy way to release anger, though in specific cir- circumstances, it may provide some benefits for regulating emotion. Okay. It seems to depend on how you vent, Ooh. as people may vent in many different ways, from writing a lengthy Facebook post to punching holes in the wall. To better understand when venting is and isn't helpful, it is useful to consider two main types of venting separately. Individual venting and interpersonal venting. Okay. So probably we should have started the level <laughs> of this article. But we let ourselves just meander, which was great. I mean, honestly, whatever we just talked about was great. Yeah, so, no, it, everything belongs. Yeah, um, this is great. Very helpful. And I think providing a lot of uh, val- value for our listeners. I so, agree. Yeah, so far I'm tracking. I don't know if I have much to say yet. Right, like, no, it's just presenting it of yeah. like, hey, is it, it's like, is it good? Is what it good? are we thinking? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> great image here. People can't see it, but a really great picture. Oh, um, wow. That's profound. That it's like a really abstract, artsy picture of a, of a person kind of clenching their face clenching their face with their hands kind of looking like they're in anguish i might put it on as our our slide for this yeah just like i feel like the feeling is oh yeah yep there we go okay individual Venting. venting individual venting being any forceful expression of emotion that is devoid of social interaction whether physical verbal or written has been linked to elevations in anger Despite popular belief, which champions okay. its revitalizing ca- capabilities. Read it again. Got it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Individual venting. Individual venting. Being any forceful expression of emotion that is devoid of social interaction, whether oh. physical, verbal, or written. Okay. Has been linked to elevations in anger. Oh. Despite popular belief, which champions its revitalizing capabilities. Ooh, okay. Well, I'm just going to trust these people. I, I, I have reason to trust them. I One think. study found, and you can click on the link for the study, found that those who engaged in physical venting by punching a punching bag did not become less angry. Oh. But actually displayed increased aggression afterwards. Oh. Those in the con- control group who were told to actively reduce their anger had the lowest levels of anger and aggressive responding. Wow. I have wow. thoughts immediately on this. Do you want to just t- take a look? Because we have this written article, so you can get back to it very easily. You're not going to lose your place. There's a piece of me that wonders, especially, I mean, I, I'm, and this is interesting for me to wonder as someone who generally actually walks around in my rigidity wanting to reduce anger, but that wonders of like, hey, yeah, they had more aggression that came afterwards and like maybe that's good for that aggression to exist. Like maybe it's okay for aggression to exist. Like there seems to be this sense of like, get it out so we get it done with. There's like an automatic assumption that we don't want anger. Right. And we don't want, like, because like, what if there's like righteous anger? Like what if we don't want to reduce our anger about the way Americans treat other countries? Right. Like, Right, in this this sentence, those in the control group who were told to actively reduce their anger had the lowest levels of anger and aggressive responding. I'm really wondering, like, what has that become? What has that anger turned into? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But yeah. I, 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 had, I had a really interesting mm. response in me mm-hmm, from that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Fair. author suggests that by partaking in aggressive behaviors as a venting outlet, we practice being angry. This oh. acts to consolidate angry thoughts and feelings by constantly reminding ourselves of the situation. Uh, See, now that that is interesting. Yeah. And as a result, we become more volatile rather than less angry. That's interesting. Okay. Well, I don't even know if the article... Well, I guess it's just giving information. Right. Because once you have this information... um. Because because I guess one thing I'd want to say about certain anger, like if it is sort of like this righteous anger, righteous indignation, like your conscience is telling you something that essentially you want to be angry until that anger has run its assisted course, assisted you in fixing the problem. Yes. Like I am angry. I'm not going to stop angry, being angry until this is fixed. Mm. I'm mm. angry. I should be angry. I don't want to sit on this. Yeah. I need yeah. to do something. I need to, you know, it caught whatever scenario you're in, you're saying I'm consciously making a decision to let myself be angry until this is fixed. I'm going to channel this energy because it needs to get fixed, yeah. whatever it is. That's a decision you make. Right. And that's interesting even hearing this language of fixing. Yeah. Like that's fascinating until something gets fixed. It's like, well, yeah. what if your anger, I don't know. I, 
Well, I mean, what if there's a problem at work or a problem with a friendship? But I'm, I right. mean, even as small as like, you know, a, a, a hinge on your door at your house is not fixed and it's bothering you. It's like, right. okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to fix this now. I'm angry. Right. And here I go. And like fuel by the anger to like solve it. Instead of like, you know what? Um, I don't want to be angry. I'm just going to go take some deep breaths. And then the the thing doesn't get fixed. And you're like, well, do you want to fix that thing? There's this interesting thing of, you know, today I had a moment of anger Mm -hmm. in this morning. And I thought I could try and reduce the anger. Yeah. There's a piece of me that's like, don't feel angry. Don't Mm -hmm. feel angry. And I was like, no, I'm actually going to feel angry and I'm actually going to tell the person I'm angry at that I'm angry. <laughs> and once I was able to do that, I'm like, and now I can be done. Ah, like I can set venting. it aside. And it was like, oh, I mean, it was less venting and more processing, I guess. But I, 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 I'm I, unconvinced by this idea of people told to reduce their anger. It just happens, you know, like oh, there's, there's this we- piece of me that's like, that energy needs to go somewhere. And I'm like, well, do we calculate those people's like levels of like, I don't know, but I guess it also, I'm like, it can be transformed into good peace. Like how does that? Well, this is what I think about like the idea of stewing, but also maybe dwelling, like maybe you're dwelling on your anger and I don't know how they got these people to not dwell, but it's like, right. Just actively reduce your anger. It's like, okay. And then, is that is that causing you to live a more peaceful, more whole life? Like may, maybe maybe you don't need to fix the hinge on the door angrily. Maybe right. you can just maybe calm you down just, and still fix it. Right. Maybe it's like, oh, take a few deep breaths and you yeah. might actually be faster fixing. Yeah. I mean, that is interesting. Sometimes we see people like angry fix yeah. things and it's like, okay, you're sure. shaking, <laughs> you're making it take longer, you're you're, yeah. you're in jeopardy of breaking it even more. <laughs> um, okay. Should I read the next little yeah. paragraph? Yeah, yeah. Studies investigating other forms of venting such as written and verbal expression, which are relevant to angrily posting on social media, for example, yielded similar conclusions on how venting reinforces negative thoughts and emotions. Therefore, irrespective of the chosen venting outlet, the prevailing evidence supports the notion of individual venting as an unhealthy habit, disputing its endorsement as a beneficial anger management strategy in our lives. Okay, well, I mean... I, I, I'm, I'm believing this article. Mm-hmm. Like I do, I do believe and take them at their word that like, if I guess if you're venting with the hope and the intention that it's going to reduce your anger, individual venting, I guess in this case, let's just get that myth out of the way. Yeah. Maybe you want to drum up more anger. Maybe you, want Maybe you to. like that. Yeah. Maybe you're going to do an angry Facebook post and then you feel even more mad and then somebody sees it and then calls you and says, oh, now I'm mad and, right. and we're all getting mad together. I'm like, right. yeah, right. I wanted to be mad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I want to stop and say, well, then I don't know if it's venting. You think it's venting. Yeah. But it's not but releasing it's not venting. It's not releasing. Right. Right. No, I think that's exactly right. That's that's doing something completely different. But we're saying we're venting. Which I think I'm is maybe this piece of it's like we're about to get into the interpersonal thing, which I think it, this is suggesting that's going to be better. It's like we as humans just aren't great at letting off steam without a witness. Right. You know, it's like, I think you need a witness for it to be released. Mm, Okay. Well, let's see if the article agrees with you. Here we go. (laughs) Interpersonal venting. Interpersonal venting where someone expresses their emotions in some form of social interaction has a greater potential, greater potential as an effective short-term emotion regulation strategy, Hmm. depending on both the identity of the receiver and the nature of their response. Okay. In contrast to individual venting, interpersonal venting involves a reciprocal component, also meaning that it's important to choose the right people to vent to. One study found that venting to a third party, someone who was not involved in the situation that provoked the emotion, could help you feel better and even more so if their responses were reinforcing, emphasizing internal and controllable causes such as the offender's naturally toxic personality. Uh, rather than reinterpreting, oh. emphasizing external and uncontrollable causes such as circumstantial factors. Oh, this is so good. Though this it was so determined that the emotional impacts of these responses barely varied for third parties, which people feeling more content as long as they received a response. Most of us have probably had the experience of being on the receiving end of these rants and may have witnessed for ourselves how after cycling through the usual responses of, oh, really? Wow, and that sucks, the venter becomes more calm. Mm-hmm. However, the same study suggests that vent- when venting by engaging directly with the offender themselves, ah. the response received plays a crucial role in either fueling or abating the venter's anger. 
If the offender reinforces, for example, by ascribing the situation to the offender's own characteristic behavior, it may be unsurprising this can act to exacerbate the venter's anger and escalate the situation. Alternatively, offenders who reinterpret, for example, suggesting a consideration from their perspective as well as environmental circumstances can ease the frustrations of the venter. Interestingly, these responses evoke opposite reactions in comparison to third-party venting, which, with another key difference being the significance of the offender's response in predicting extreme variations in the venter's level of anger. Though venting in this situation was still less effective than a dialogue with an impartial third party, prompting the conclusion that consulting a third party is the most sensible and least risky option when harboring an overwhelming urge to vent. Mm. It, is it is important to remember that this only seems to be effective in regulating transient emotional states rather than long-term moods, meaning that interpersonal venting may help you feel better in the short term, but you may still have the same underlying anger and bitterness from the altercation. In this way, venting can be perceived as the emotional equivalent of adding ice to a hot beverage. The surface might be cold, but everything else is still very much hot. Oh, there's so much there. There's so much there that as you were reading, I was like, this is another episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's like there, uh, there, there was about five spots I wanted to stop and process, and we're kind of already winding down. Yeah. So... Mace has to go to work, everybody. So there, <laughs> there's literal things that are happening. It's not, we're, we're not just arbitrarily deciding we need to be done. We really do have to be done. Um, so, right. I mean, what are some takeaways from that? Yeah, I do think, you want me to read any more? I feel like maybe we're, no. we're done reading. Oh, Too much God, content. No. God, no. <laughs> no, that's great. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, unless there's a really nice little piece of advice at the end or there's something. There's healthier venting substitutes. Oh, gosh, damn it. Well, maybe, I mean, I think we got like five minutes, right? Yeah. So, shoot. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we just don't get to respond this time around. I think I think maybe the article is just going to be helpful. And then it's just, we just are left to wonder. Uh, I mean, before you read this, I guess I'll just say, I think it's an aha moment. I think it's a takeaway for listeners and us mm -hmm. to really sit with this idea of, of personal venting, venting by yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe kind of mostly a no-no. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. it was like mostly like, yeah, I'm not great. Put that down, put that down. Like, just pay attention to when you're doing that. I yeah. certainly will. I mean, yeah. like, am I just going to like, I don't, I, I definitely don't want, I guess typically I don't want to make my anger stronger. Right. Uh, maybe sometimes you can make that decision, but. Uh, yeah, I feel like I generally want it to be expressed. Yeah. I guess to a certain extent to the interpersonal expressions of anger section that you just read brought up a lot of the things we were kind of already addressing about just like listening in general right like right. how how do you listen to somebody vent and how do you guys both decide on how it's going to serve its purpose i guess if you you decide together how you wh what you think the purpose will be mm -hmm, is it mm -hmm. is it to have a deeper sense of why you're angry or is it just really to vent like to release, get it out yes yes you know i think it just goes back to what you were saying earlier of like setting yourself up for success in these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Like this is saying, find the right person to vent to yeah. like maybe be a third party, like set yourself up for venting is good. If you do it in the contained way, if you do it with like, I'm doing with this person, this is the reason I'm doing it. Here's why I'm doing it. It's like, kind of those classic things too, of like classic of, of like, do you just need me to listen right now? Right. Do you, do you need advice or do you just want to vent? And like, well, advice giving is probably one of the least, desirable things in a venting session but right. like I, I i do like things like wow that's hard mm -hmm. but i like a little bit more personal like a little a little reinterpretator like a little like maybe reflecting it back no i i kind of want i i personally i think tell me what like the idea of of a person getting invested in it with me like oh not just yep. oh wow that sounds hard like that, oh yeah, that fucking pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah you're right. And, oh, you know, yeah, like yeah. you're in it together. You yeah. know, um, so yeah, that's yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And if they're the more they're in it with me, I feel like the more venting happens. Like the more the more the release mm -hmm. happens, not just like the. No. Which is interesting. That's good for me to hear because I probably skew on the side of like, yeah, I see that. I right. can imagine that, right. you know, and it's like, yeah. okay, let's get mad. You know, which is interesting though because we had a recent conversation that I. Well, I'll keep it vague, but 
we were talking <laughs> and you were processing and venting about a, a friendship. Mm-hmm. And I actually remember actually getting really mad with you because uh, I really felt that. I was right. like, no, I am really mad with you. And yeah. I like felt really defensive on huh. your behalf. And I could tell it really meant a lot to you. Mm. I could tell it really like was helpful yep. in the moment to have that. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Okay. Okay. Here healthier comes venting some substitutes. Healthier venting as we substitutes. end. I, I just have to say, like, I guess what I want to push back on at this article and with our understanding of what venting is in mm-hmm. terms of doing an episode on no small thing and venting. Yeah. I would guess I would say if it's real venting, mm-hmm. it's going to automatically be helpful. It will dissipate the anger. Otherwise, they're not. It's not venting. If so, otherwise, it's not venting. If that's not happening, then you're yeah, not venting. I don't think there is healthy venting and unhealthy venting. I think if it is venting, it's it's released. Yeah. Uh, you know, it hasn't made it worse. Right. So that's my little pushback. But I think that's a great pushback. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Healthier venting substitutes, everyone. Take these as you wish. Take these as you wish. Whilst the evidence suggests that venting can be helpful in some circumstances, other emotional regular regulation techniques have been shown to be very effective in pacifying anger. Here we go. Already, I'm pacifying. Like pacifying anger. I've got a little thoughts on okay. that, but we're just is that what keep we're trying to do? Are we trying to pacify Put your our anger? Baby pacifier. Uh, like, let's. <laughs> 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 That's not venting. <laughs> <laughs> I got you on that one. That was fun. <laughs> Okay, We're trying to vent here, folks. <laughs> 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 Laughter is happening in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. That's so funny to me. <laughs> Reappraisal is a popular and effective emotional regulation strategy that involves changing the way we think about a situation in order to mitigate any persisting negative feelings around it. I already like this phrase. I like reappraisal. For example, when someone inevitably misspells your name at a Starbucks, instead of getting mad, you could reappraise the situation and feel less angry at their sheer creativity. Oh, wow. <laughs> the, reappraisal, almost like a reframing or something. I think this so. Is good. The great utility of reappraisal is that it can be, it can it can eliminate the need for venting entirely through the simple but tedious process of generating other possible explanations to rationalize irrational behavior, hmm. potentially saving you from lawsuits and bouts of high blood pressure. Uh, right. Another alternative to venting is mindfulness, which involves non-judgmental awareness of one's thoughts and experiences in the present moment. Oh. Mindfulness can be practiced in a diverse range of situations, ranging from yoga to coloring and most notably meditation. Its unifying focus is to orient your attention on your current thoughts, feelings, and bodily sensations to create a sense of serenity and interconnectedness with yourself. Mm. Multiple studies suggest that mindfulness exercises promote positive emotions whilst decreasing negative emotions. I already am like, why are we defining some emotions as positive and some as negative? I think that's interesting. Right. I mean, honestly, we have set ourselves up strangely for this particular episode because I do feel like we could go another hour. No, I'm just sensing like this is like, (laughs) ah, okay, well, I guess... Leave leave us wanting more. It's a nice thought. It's a nice We're little leave wanting more today. Um, with attenuations in anger and hostility observed following mindfulness sessions, this practice is more of a continuous lifestyle ritual than a tool employed following a particularly infuriating predicament. I think that's actually true. Like, if you can have a mindfulness attitude, it's not about like oh entering a state of mindfulness. It's like oh you can be mindful yeah. of your anger and allow it where you don't need as much venting. Maybe. Right, 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 right. And right, it echoes right. the benefits of reappraisal and that it prevents the desire to vent by encouraging you to observe your thoughts and emotions more objectively. However, mm-hmm. during periods mm-hmm. of great discussion and emotion, incorporating basic mindfulness exercises are still useful in returning yourself to a calmer state. But it does require some self-control and discipline. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, is it over? I, there's a conclusion paragraph, but I think we're good. No, yeah, no, 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 I don't want it. We don't, no, 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 no. It's too Hard much pass. content. I almost, I almost want to suggest, okay, everybody, coming up on our schedule next week, we're going to do something called synchronicity. Yeah, we are. And then we're going to do dreams again. Yeah, we are. So hopefully <laughs> there's some people that are like, please no more dream episodes, but we are going to do it. No, everyone, I mean, I'm we like. We asked opinions about what we, what people like and don't like, and somebody said, love everything except the dreams episode. Really? Yeah, that was that was a few months ago. Wow. Yeah. Oh wait. But that's fine. I think, yeah. <laughs> but they're my favorite. I think what's coming up. What I'm saying is like next week is synchronicity, then dreams, and I would I would say for me, based on how I'm feeling right now in this episode, I'd also I'd want to do either venting to next week 
or I'd want to do synchronicity, dreams, and then and then venting too. You want you're ready to go with. Venting I, I want again. I want to use this article, start right where we left off, get right into this article, and then go hard on some more venting thoughts because I think I think in terms of you could also of, just come back and record later. Or no, I mean I think we have we're too busy this week. I'm too busy. Okay. You're too busy. I think. <laughs> um, like it, it it's doing what a no small thing episode should do because now I really am in the state again of what is venting. Yes. And I really want to play around with that. Yeah. And I want to ask listeners, and. Uh, yeah, maybe I, this is a playful thing for us to try of like do a topic pretty close back to back. Right. Because they're saying mindfulness. They're saying reappraisal. And I'm also saying that sounds like a version of venting to me. <laughs> like, how Ooh. do you reappraise? Oh. I think, that, you know, you can do it internally. You can be mindful. But like, I, and then I, I would then, then I wonder what process Right, like, is. and what point is being venting really being mindful to your anger? Right. Yeah. And then what, what if venting, you know, especially if it's with a friend, you know, 20 minutes of venting. I have vented. Right. So it's not toxic venting because I don't even believe in toxic venting. Venting whew, gets it out. Right. Um, and now you can reappraise once you've gotten it off your chest. Yeah. Now you can get yourself in a state where you can be mindful. Or you No, know, it, it's, uh, you're right. There's too much to go off because yeah. I'm like, already I can think of so many things where it's like, I've actually needed to vent a lot about specific things. Like, honestly, just to be broad, like pronouns. A lot right. of venting that needed to happen. Right. And I'm at a place now where I generally don't feel like I need to vent and I actually just reappraise yeah. all the goddamn time yeah. around it. And there's very little need for venting about yeah. it. And But there was that maybe that first step of actually needing to vent a lot around yeah. it. Yeah, And yeah, like true. have space for that. And now it's like maybe every once in a while, but like it's rare that I feel like the anger to need to vent comes up for that. I'm just able to reappraise. I think yeah. that's actually a really good way for me. That's a good word for it. You got to find the right people to vent to, I guess. Yep. And then maybe we all want to be people that are good people to vent to, I think. Hopefully. I think so. Hopefully. I want to be a good person to vent to. Without memory and desire. That's those up. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We have to end this this week. Uh, hopefully you like this conversation. Send us a th- send us your thoughts. Email us at nosmallthingpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a DM. We like to have these conversations. Yeah, we do. And maybe you'll give us some more fuel what are we missing in this conversation? And, and then and then we can do a venting part two and, and start to readdress some of those things. Are we talking shit? <laughs> Is this nonsense? <laughs> like Scott and Mace don't know what they're talking about on this one. I think we do, but... I think it's of. great. Okay, bye everyone. Thanks for listening.